Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. In 2019, a viral tweet introduced the world to St. Louis's bread-cut-style bagels, with the bagels cut crossways like a loaf of bread instead of, you know, a quote-unquote normal bagel. Cue the national mockery and outrage from scandalized bagel purists. Now, somehow, our city survived, and if you haven't noticed, just a few years later, St. Louis bagels are having a moment, and it's got nothing to do with sacrilegious slicing. To talk about STL's bagel scene rise, as well as a few other exciting new restaurants and food trends, we welcome Sauce Magazine staff writer Ian Shaw. Ian, welcome back to the studio. Hi, Elaine. Good afternoon. Now, Ian, as I mentioned... St. Louis has some notoriety around its bagel culture, but the big bagel news most recently is the opening of Bagel Union in Webster Groves, where folks sometimes have waited hours to get their mitts on these carby goods. So you've been there as well. Tell us about Bagel Union. Yeah, Bagel Union has um, so far been been one of the places that has been... um, most exciting, one of the most exciting new openings this year. And yeah, as you mentioned, in the certainly in the early days, uh, people were really lining up out of the door. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, just kind of fascinating seeing this uh-huh. place come to life. It's from the team behind Union Loafers, which of course has also established itself mm-hmm. over the past eight years um, as one of the top bakeries in town. Was there anything about those lines that surprised you? Or, I mean, did you hear people talking maybe in line as they were waiting about why they were there? Um, well, look, I think that this was a place that was three years in the development. Um, it wasn't, the, the anticipation wasn't a surprise. Um, I think it was just that people knew that this was coming. Um, people in St. Louis are hungry for uh, a better standard of bagel than mm. has generally been available um, and yeah the, as I said Union Loafers is really a place that, that people love so I, I think that this was just a, a place that people knew was coming mm. and they were really excited to to see what the team had come up with and uh, I don't think they were disappointed either. No, well the sauce write-up said uh, that the everything bagel was one that they were partial to with scallion cream cheese which mm-hmm. sounds fantastic to me as well as the, the salt and the tzitzel uh, nickel mm-hmm. which is their, their version of a, a pumpernickel. Um, you wrote about um, co-owner Ted Wilson and how he said that uh, New York bagels really are the lodestar for, yeah. for everything bagel union. Um, how how close to the New York bagel are they? Uh, well, I would get myself in trouble. I think uh, with with the people of New York, if okay. I um, if I issued a pronouncement on that. But um, I I think that they're great. I think they've really done a, a great job of of getting as close to that New York style mm-hmm. as as they could. Um, you know, Ted Wilson told us 
that it really it's been a long process, mm -hmm. a lot of trial, a lot of error, and at this point, I think that they're really happy yeah. with where they're at. Um, and in St. Louis, I would say that we are happy okay. with where they're at. <laughs> I'm looking forward to trying it finally. Yeah, definitely. Now, let's move on from bagels and talk about cocktails. So another place that you covered recently um, and seem to really have taken a liking to is the Vandy. Tell us a little bit about the Vandy and what people can expect when they go there. Yeah, sure. So the Vandy is it's the first brick-and-mortar bar from the team behind STL Barkeep. So many, many listeners will have seen STL Barkeep and tried their drinks. Um, they've appeared at events around town, things like uh, farmer's markets. Um, they do pop-up bars in Tower Grove Park through the summer and um, brunches at Piper Palm House. They'll, they'll do the cocktails for that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, they've built a reputation over the last uh, six years now for high-quality craft cocktails um, at pop-up bars, and this is their first bar. Mm -hmm. So the... The co-owners are Matt and Jess Longville, and the beverage director there is Pat Joya, who's been involved with some really great cocktail bars over the years. Um, it's a beautiful space, first and foremost. Mm. It's on, it's at 1301 Vandeventer, just across from Rockwell Brewing. Um, and the space is lovely. It's, it's kind of bright, airy, uh, whitewashed walls, but lots of wood and a few plants nice lighting um if you go in around kind of sunset evening you get you get some light streaming through the the small oh, you know okay. through the windows um so it's a, a really nice atmosphere um to enjoy a cocktail but the the cocktails themselves are also of a high quality the, right. the drink list is split into two main sections there's the classics and then the, there's a seasonal list and what's interesting is it's the seasonal drinks are, many of them are, are kind of twists on one of the classics. So you could see them as almost like a, a cousin of one of the classic drinks. Mm -hmm. So on a recent list, they had the, um, the, the recent seasonal list uh, through February was uh, Mardi Gras ah. kind of connected. So okay. it was called Carnival and they had things like a, a Sazerac and the Sazerac being kind of distantly related to an old-fashioned. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. They also do single-barrel whiskies. They have a large collection of that. So single-barrel whiskies, you know, that means that um, the whiskey has been selected from one barrel, mm -hmm. whereas a lot of mass-produced whiskies, they're I from multiple barrels and blended. Sure. Um, so the Vandy has a large collection of single-barrels that they have selected, and many of them are available to try by the ounce, oh, okay. which is not not that normal. You know, so that means perfect you could... <laughs> for me. I'm a lightweight, and I like to taste things. Is this also a place where you could uh, you could go on your own? We were here last time. We were talking mm -hmm. about beer. Mm -hmm. um, is the Vandy a place that is uh, that would be friendly to someone like me? You know, sneaking in there by myself to have a, a drink. Well, I would think that it would be. Yeah, I mean, you could. You know, you can grab a seat at the bar, and um, I think that the bar team is are people who are really knowledgeable themselves. They're going to be able to advise you, and then you know, and kind of ask you what flavors you like, and mm -hmm. that that can get a conversation going. Um, yeah, the team there are are they're interesting people, they're fun people, and very friendly and welcoming. 
Well, that's a good uh, bonus there. Yeah. Can I also add, Elaine, that yeah. the, um, the other thing that might appeal to people is that they are really um, working hard on their non-alcoholic cocktails, which mm-hmm. is a big trend at the moment. Yeah. Um, and so that is another option for people who are maybe cutting back or, or who don't drink alcohol entirely. Yeah. Um, and and those, the non-alcoholic cocktails are really well presented and, you know, and uh, well-crafted. Right. And we've talked about um, mocktails and zero-proof drinks mm-hmm. on the show a couple of times, so that's mm-hmm. it's very relevant to what our, our listeners have heard. Now, moving on from Vandy's interesting options for drinks, there's been a, an opening that involves a, a classic, the former Eat Right Diner, um, an iconic St. Louis joint on Shoto downtown where generations have ordered coffee and slingers late into the night, and it's even been immortalized in the Humans of St. Louis book. Now, the Eat Right closed for good in 2020. The diner's doors have been reopened by chef and owner Tim Egan, Mm -hmm. and it's now called Fleur STL. Um, Tell us about Fleur STL. It's more than just Eat Right Diner with fresh paint, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think as a as a disclaimer to any hardcore fans of Eat Right, don't go along expecting Fleur to be, you know, Eat Right reborn and restored exactly as it was. Um, you know, and, and sadly the Eat Right sign, the iconic sign is, is no longer there. Sure. sure. Um, however, uh, what you can expect at Fleur is it's still, it's still got a diner feel. You know, the counter is still intact. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can fit around something like 13 to 15 people around the counter. So when you go in and take your seat, it's that same it's that same diner feel. Kind of cosy. Um, but yeah, Tim Egan, has he's really kind of put a lot of work into restoring the place and giving it a new, a new feel, which um, dark green walls, uh, wooden countertop, um, so it, it definitely feels a bit more homey, kind of uh, you could almost be in someone's uh, someone's home, mm-hmm. albeit with a diner counter. <laughs> so it has a really nice feel. There's a lot of like um, little flower vases um, on the counter. What you can expect that would be a throwback to you, right, is they've still got the slinger. Mm-hmm. Um, they have diner type items like a double cheeseburger, which is fantastic. Okay. Um, you can get biscuits and gravy. But it's all, it, it is all presented in a slightly more upscale mm-hmm. way. Um, and then what Tim's really added is more of a brunch feel. So okay. they always have a seasonal Eggs Benedict. Uh, they have deviled eggs. And their most popular item, I believe, is the, the Brussels sprouts, which are fried with bacon and shallots. So, yeah, it's still a diner. But now, rather than your coffee being bottomless and kind of poured from a jug, it's it's a French press, mm-hmm. personal. Uh, they have brunch cocktails, which at least some of which are served. You know, they're they're I think they're pre-batched, mm-hmm. and then they're served to you in a little kind of individual bottle for okay. you to pour yeah. yourself. Um, so it's just it's great that someone has brought life back to the Eat Right space because mm. it, it definitely had a, f- a few stops and starts yeah. um, over the last few years of its life. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely one to check out. So in these, this last minute, there's also a new pizza spot for fans of Sicilian-style 
pizza. Tell us about Lola Jean's pizza in、mm-hmm. in a small size. <laughs> yeah, Lola Jean's pizza.、Um, it's from the same people behind Russell's, so Russell's and Macklin's. And、uh, Lola Jean's is just a block or two. I think it's、uh, just a block or two from Russell's. So it's Sicilian style pizza. That's a square edged pizza.、Um, you order online. There are three windows a week, three days a week, with they, which they operate. So you place your order, you get your time slot, you pick up. It's ready for you to eat. You can eat it there if you want. They have、uh, some cozy seats.、Um, they don't have drinks. There's no table service or anything. Or you can take it home and enjoy it there. And it's a nice thick crust. The quality of toppings is really、uh, the standout feature for me. Oh, and it sounds like something that's perfect for improving weather to eat out of doors as well. That would be a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Ian Shaw is a staff writer for Sauce Magazine. You can read his latest coverage of St. Louis's new restaurants, bars, diners, and bagels. You can cut as you please at home if they make it there at saucemagazine.com. Ian, thank you for being here and for sharing those recs for great new eats in STL. Thanks for having me, Lynn. This episode was produced by Danny Wisentowski, with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations, and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.